Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zier Jr., and with me is my co-host, Ryan Greening. How's it going tonight, Ryan? It's going all right, Joe. How about yourself? It's going pretty well. Had a great weekend down at Island Speedway and Star Hobbies down in Muscatine, Iowa. That was a fun one. And yeah, what was going on down there? Um, it was a Gone Bananas uh, carpet off-road race. So I'll tell you what, it's one of the most impressive facilities I've been in, in a long, long time. So I walked in the wrong door when I first walked in the place. They have a beautifully groomed dirt oval track there. It sounds like an oval place, just the name, Speedway. Yeah, yeah. And dude, their oval track, yeah. It's it's hard to explain. It doesn't look as high grip as T's, but it looks like more of a... It, it looks as quality, but different. You know what I mean? It's pretty hard to compete with T's. You know that it's a clay track and they're able to run foams. Right, so. right. And I think they're pretty close to the same. And cool. they, they have a full-on rock crawler course that's just amazing they have um, a carpet off-road track and then on the other side of the wall they're building a carpet on-road track that mirrors the off-road track size-wise everything's sub-floored and all that Um, they have a fully stocked hobby shop I mean fully they have all the parts you could ever need all the bodies and then they have your models they have comic books they have like figurines they dude i i'm glad i didn't have a lot of money when i went there because i would have spent it (laughs) but it was very cool it was nice fun place where exactly was it so muscatina um i'm trying to think of the best way to describe it maybe the quad cities it's on the border of Iowa and Illinois. It's about five and a half hours southeast. But yeah, it's a really good time there. Um, yeah, Joe Three had a blast there too. Very cool. So uh, before we get into results, I want to talk about this off the bat because there are some people wondering about it. So not many people in Minnesota have ran foam tires okay um i kind of feel like um i i was breaking ground for our group up here so off the bat on the truck which you don't care about they were amazing way better than a rubber tire second faster lap than a rubber tire and they hardly wore at all i got maybe 10 12 runs on them total and i don't think i took a millimeter off of them cool yeah so but then the buggy so right away it had the opposite effect because i talked to certain people and they're like oh you just throw them on and run then you just throw them on and run you just and it's like okay i did and it felt okay but i was about a half second off the pace I'm like, well, I don't like that. So I put my rubber tires on and bang, I'm right there. And then I see 
so the owner and his son helped me out, the Napper family. They helped me out tremendously the whole weekend, and the cat needs to get her words in too. <laughs> she just got right up to the microphone <laughs> and meowed. But so, hey. so they're like, all right, well, you know, you want to cut the fronts down some. I cut 10 millimeters off the front. I went from 80 millimeters to, well, 71, so 9 millimeters off the front. And on the rear, I took a couple off. And by doing that, they were just as fast as a rubber tire, but a way different thing, way different feeling, which was kind of shocking. You know, you'd think same lap time, it'd get be similar, and it wasn't. It was a smoother drive. It landed better off of the jumps. But if you blew one corner with the foam tires, you were going to blow that whole section to where if you blow one corner with a rubber tire, they're so twitchy and reactive that you can get right back in it and only blow that one corner. Okay. So there's pros and cons to both. Like And again, so I ran those for... After I cut them, I ran them for three runs and wore a third of a millimeter off. And I drove them hard. Cool. Yeah, so they, you know, I think they should be an option, is my personal opinion. People in Minnesota are incredibly militant towards the foam tires. They fear the unknown the only valid complaint they have is only one manufacturer makes them, which is Gone Bananas Racing and Rick's of Fruit. But he can crank out the tires pretty quick. You know? Sure. So, yeah, he's Joe 3, he had a blast there with the foams. It, He said it was the easiest drive he ever had. <laughs> so... Yeah, it very was, cool. It was a blast. Where do you think? Where do you think this type of thing is applicable in our region? You know, well, it won't work at MMR because, like, let's say, he lays down linoleum or something like that. So, if Andrew did a hundred percent black carpet, it would work at MMR. But I know for a fact he wouldn't go for it. Well, you'd, a lot of nights you wouldn't even. You'd be sub 10 second lap times if you did that. Yeah. Um, it'd probably work at Thunder Road. Also, we're going to work a little bit at Dollar Hobbies with them. I'm going to practice with them at the end of the next race day, which is July 11th. So Cool. Yeah. So you did some practicing. You got your nitro buggy out at FTR last weekend. How'd that go? Um, yeah, that was a. I feel like that was a couple of weeks ago. No, nah, it's a new layout, even, wasn't it? Uh, nope. I oh. did not drive on the new layout. Okay. Uh, so yeah, this just this past weekend. Nope, I did not. But I I did stop by FTR today. I grabbed uh, my new block engine. Oh, is that nitro buggy? Is that that brand brand new one? Yep. Nice. Yeah, I was one of uh, one of six people that hit Sean up that day to buy that motor uh, the day that they released it, 
And so, yeah, I saw the new track. It it actually looks like it held up to the weather amazingly well. Um, they're going to have no problem getting in their Wednesday night race right. tomorrow night. Right. And I believe that's going to be their last Wednesday night race I've been kind of reading. They're going to move it to Fridays, possibly. Yeah, which, I mean, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it would be. Dude, it's... It's kind of bittersweet for me. So the gym is going back to the full-time schedule tomorrow, which is Wednesday. And that makes me a Saturday-only guy again, except for the MNRC races. Okay. Yep. Yeah. But the next MNRC race will be at FTR. And the week after that, there will be a Saturday race. Right, right. You know, I'm sitting there thinking... Sean's track probably held up to the weather so much because before the weather that we did get, we did not get any rain for like a month. It's like all of May's rain came at the end of May, and then all of June's rain came all in one shot at the end of June. (laughs) Right. It's kind of, I haven't mowed my lawn in two weeks. It looks like shit, but if I mow it, I'm going to burn it up. (laughs) So, yeah, I mean... But it's awesome. Everybody's been racing. So Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh Rick's Hobby Farm had the e buggy battle. That was on Saturday, the twenty seventh. Uh I was working all day. I was actually planning on racing on road at Dollar Hobbies. That didn't end up happening, I don't think, because I can't see any results from it. And I didn't see any posts on it, so it must have just turned into a practice day. Um, But anyway, uh, yeah, Rick's Hobby Farm e-buggy battle. uh, In the the standard e-buggy, e-truggy, A-main, Kyle Holmberg took the win there, followed really closely by Alan and Sam Savakul, rounding out the podium there. Those... And... I, Go ahead. I, sorry, I was going to say, I don't want to be a techno dick rider here, but the new techno seems to be fitting Allen very, very, very well. Yep. Yeah, he's doing well. Uh, Nitro Buggy, Tony Sletton took the win there, followed by Allen Smith and Joe Scaramel. Nice. Taking third place in that. And let's take a look at our favorite class, Mini Truggy. Ben Savakul taking the win there. No uh, no stranger to the top of the podium ever since he got a mini truggy. For sure. Mike Nesbitt uh, closely in second. Well, not closely. Actually, Ben blew everybody out of the water. Uh, Mike Nesbitt took second, and the Wisconsin local Tyler Cody finished third. Sweet. So that was the Rick's Hobby Farm e-buggy battle. That actually, so I got done uh, with work around 3 o'clock on Saturday, went to the bar, had a drink, and somebody was talking about um, his modified dirt oval car that he raced at Cedar Lake Speedway. And I was like, well, crap, I haven't I haven't been out to Cedar Lake at all yet this year, and Wisconsin's wide open for fun right now. So yes. I went and caught an awesome late model sprint car and Midwest modified show there. It was great, and it got me all primed up because this weekend which i think it's a freaking horrible weekend to have it on but this weekend they've got a three-night show at cedar lake speedway 
for World of Outlaws, and it's usually just the sprint cars. This time, yeah. it's the World of Outlaws sprint cars and the World of Outlaw late models on the same nights. Dude. It's that, just it's just incredible. That would I'd, be a great um, show. I'm really hoping that Thursday I get done with work early enough to get over there and catch the Thursday night show because Friday and Saturday we're going to go do our thing up in northern Minnesota for the 4th of July. You know, that's never going to change. I won't I won't skip that if I don't have to, but I'm definitely catching sprint cars and late models on the same night at Cedar Lake Speedway on Thursday. Oh, right on. Uh, speaking of things opening wide up, breaking news, July 7th, Dollar Hobbies is resuming normal hours. Oh, good. That's great. Yes. That opens up the track longer on practice days, and yeah, yeah love it. Yep, Joe 3 and I have been practicing there quite a bit, and they're going to have an off-road race on the 11th. And then Beautiful. You're, you're going to come run a battery pack. Probably not. Nah, you are. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I'm, uh, I, I'm having a lot of fun driving that Spec 12 again, and then um, if I don't make a race soon, I think I will paint up a uh, a prototype body and throw one of my quick 17.5 motors in and have even a little more fun. Oh yeah, sure. Practice days because I'm pretty confident. In the car already. I made a couple changes. Didn't even really need to, but I was I just started fooling with the car because on the very first pack, I was comfortable with it. Oh yeah. Um, I've had so, yeah. I started dinking. I I've had Roche cars also, and it seems like um, every common sense move you make with it, it responds positively. It's just it's unbelievable how awesome that car comes out of the gate mm-hmm for sure yeah um are you going to try the scott jake's rubber tires at all not if i don't have to and um you know if they if dollar hobbies decided to do that one day obviously i would go that route but i mean i spent 80 bucks on four sets of tires so that sure. i could be um putting even wear on all my sets through up because I usually only do four practice sessions when I do go yep for practice and that's and then that lines it. up perfectly with a race day too with the three heat races in the main event yep that, that works out correctly too because you know so with the spec tires you want to only run them once in a day they don't wear out that quickly but you want to run them once, bag them up, and let them let the sauce dry out of them, type situation. Sure. Okay. And then go to the next. They're always faster on the first run of the day. Okay. Right on. It's, I I don't. Yeah. I I've never seen them get faster on the second, third, fourth run. Hmm. So, you're doing the correct thing, obviously. Right on. I'm doing it because I'm lazy and I don't want to change ride height very often it's so nice and easy in that car though oh for sure except for I, the, just, the, I still i still just don't want to do it yeah yeah the front still sucks sorry i had to grab my car the front still sucks it's still a washer situation yep but the rear it's a nice solid deal that yeah for sure but you would you have to go and purchase you know other 
options. Yep, I did that to, to immediately. The rewrite height. Yep, yep. I, I did that immediately when I got the, and you know what? I only use the one one block like you said and I do the exact same thing you do. <laughs> but yep. I, I Yeah, cuz you you cut yours down pretty far. You Oh uh, yeah. You are you are the habitual tire game player. So Um 39.7 for the rear and 39.5 for the front around. Sure. And they they they'll last five runs doing that. That ain't bad at all. No. That's pretty reasonable. But again though, you run them once and you bag them up for the rest of the day. Right on. So I gotta get this thing going. I think I'm gonna make mine into a spec twelve scale. Um, just cause it's less of a game. It really is. Right. Cause it, That's well, cool. Yep. So last time I ran twelve scale, the body game was becoming big again. With, you know, I needed four pro light, but you know the super thin lightweight bodies that they didn't crack. They were so light that they creased. Right. And now with that new Biddy Design spec body, that thing is dialed and everybody basically everybody's decided to run that thing. Yeah. So Yep, that's nice. Takes, you know, a little less money, a little less of a guessing game. It is heavier though, I think. I think it's heavier than the previous spec body because my yep. car is coming out heavier and I really can't account for it. It, it's heavier, but if everybody's on the same damn thing, it's is what it is. Um, do you have any more results? Should I get into notes? I do. It's uh, what do I got here? Up at the Lake Superior RC Club in Proctor, Minnesota. The last Thursday, so June twenty fifth, we got an e buggy a main. And I've never even heard this name before, Devin Lashmit. That last name sounds very familiar. Well, he put it to John Wieda, so. Yep. Sounds like he's a pretty damn good driver. So. Well, John. Lashmit. John. Lashmit first, John Wieda second, and Chris Warren in third. Honorable mention to the Jabber in fourth. So, Friend of the show, Ross Judnick down in sixth. Yeah, Kevin Van Ert, I believe he's selling his associated car and going to Techno. And really? I believe he might have one new in box that he'd be willing to sell. I don't know. I talked to Kevin. But he's, the car, the car is good. It just doesn't fit the way he drives. So, sure. Yeah. Did he get sponsorship from them, or nope. is he just buying a car? He's just buying a car. Okay, cool. He's a single. It up. Yeah, he's a single guy who can do that type of thing. Sure. Yeah. Um, and what do we got? I I wanted to hit Thunder Road. They had a Saturday club race on yeah. the twenty seventh, so just Hill, a couple days ago. I was gonna say Hillbilly Hills had one Sunday, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, I was going to ask you that, and I had no idea. So we'll hit that after this. Um, Thunder Road, RC Raceway, Stock Buggy A-Main, Braden Nelson taking the win there, followed by Dennis Capco and Zachary Denny. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, something happened at Hillbilly Hills. I had no idea. Yeah, they raced uh, two days ago, and they also I was there for the Father's Day race. 
the week prior. Cool. Uh, Brad Sandvig and I had a awesome battle for the win, and the I blew it on the like the second of the last lap. <laughs> that's where that meme I sent you came from. I that's what that's what my face looks like when I give up the lead in a main. You'll have to put that uh, attach it to your show post. I should, but you know what? I'm gonna let Chris Martin flood the internet with it. He's the one who made it. <laughs> right on. Yeah. Um, no, but Hillbilly Hills again, dude, it sucks. I don't think I'll be able to make it out there much for the rest of the year. But, because they, they race on Sundays, and Sundays just doesn't work for yep. racing. But, so, we were talking about the 510. I don't know if you're into this, but we're going to make one last push for modified two-wheel. We're going to try it one more time. Who's we? Well, I know Chris Martin and I. I know Ben Solvacool would probably be in. I don't know. Mm, I don't know that he necessarily would. He likes mod. I know he does, but they like to run at the toy box. That's true. That's true. Um, But he also was running at the 510 pretty consistently at the end of the year also. Okay. I don't know, man. It's well, I don't. I don't get out very often for racing, so it's yeah. It's not like I'm gonna tip the scale on a class. Uh, I'm not opposed to it. The last time I <laughs> the last time that I showed up with a mod car, all the guys overnight flipped what they were doing. Yeah. And when it came down to it, at and I didn't even realize it was going on. We're getting to the end of the practice session, and the race is about to start, and Chris Martin of the 510 comes to me and he's like, hey, you're the only mod driver. And I was like, what? That's messed up. Yeah. Like, okay, well, I guess I'll run stock and now I'll go switch my car over and not get any practice with it. Luckily, you know, the it's a Kyle Holmberg car and, yeah. you know, you can just slap it in and drive it. Yeah. So, you know, modified, even for your average driver, is a good class but there is one downside and that is tire wear for sure your tires wear out about twice as fast with modified right and i'm talking like the most i've done is put a 10.5 in my car but i loved it it was fun i turned a way faster lap but i was way more inconsistent like at the 510, a modified does make a difference. There's been tracks, though, at the 510 in the past where enough rubber got laid down where you could just keep running your tires. Sure, Just sure. over and over and over again. Yep. So that could happen, too. That could, for sure. Um, this weekend in Muscatine, if I knew there was... Uh... If I knew there was modified, I would have ran it. I would have gotten my car ready, but it was like, I ain't know there was modified until they printed out a heat sheet on Saturday after signups and shit. I didn't have any time to practice. It's like, yeah, I can't do it. (laughs) Right on. But, yeah, it's we're going to do one more mod push. We're going to try it one more time. Cool. Um, Let's see. Sorry, I kind of interrupted. Do you have any more results here? 
No, I'm all out on results. Uh, you know, Tony Swenson wanted us to get some results in, but for, for their keys. oval results are not on live RC, are they? He wanted us to he wanted us to get them because he won Superstock with by far the ugliest car on the track. Yep. I Come on, Tony. I mean, here I am talking about you, but if you want me to give you a compliment, put a car out on the track that doesn't look like barf. He did that paint job with his associated but with a ton of metal flake behind it. It didn't look good, but it looked better. I I thought it was. E- Are you talking about his nitro buggy? Yes. I thought it was equally bad. Ah, depends. The <laughs> depends. Yeah. I mean, but that's Tony. But a lot of people think my colors are ugly. I really dig the Tamaya colors, and a lot of people don't like those. But hell, I do. I like it. You know. Miami Dolphins, Dan yeah, Marino. There you go. No <laughs> championships. That's right yeah, up your alley. I was going to say, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I was going to say something else. Oh, um, Velocity, our Team Velocity RC. They're um, coming out with a mini truggy conversion kit for the 22.4, and it looks amazing. Cool. It looks better. My VT64 is wonderful, and this looks better. I'm going to have to buy it. I'm going to have to, you know what? I'm going to have to buy the conversion kit before I can get the buggy. I don't know. I mean, I tried getting a chassis sponsor this year. It didn't work out, so I'm just going to do whatever the hell I feel like. I'm, I'm just over. I was trying to find words, but, you know, I'm kind of shocked. My jaws dropped. You're gonna buy a TLR product. I've had Lozies. I let's see. The last Lozie I had was a Triple XT MF2 and the Triple X BK. Well, that was like that truck was shredding everything at the time. So yeah. Well, it's no brand loyalty. It's just I don't know. I've n- I've never had a 22 series vehicle. I've wanted to, but it's just. Dude, the Associated's always worked so well. And then I tried Schumacher in there, and that was a terrible mistake. And you try a carpet car on... That, that was my first experience of trying a carpet car on Jordan. It just worked awful. The only time that <laughs> thing ever worked well was at Andrew's track. So, um, yeah, but that, that new Lozy... Dude, I almost want to get one just to have one as a regular four-wheel drive. They they really hit something with that new wheeler. They really did. Awesome. The car's off look, the chain. I'm looking forward to, uh, I'll probably beg Tor to drive his when I bump into him at the either at the toy box or the 510. Oh, I guarantee he'll let you drive it. Um, I'd, I'll never, I don't think I'll ever buy a wheeler again, but. I definitely want to drive it. I know it's. A, I get your sentiment on the thirteen five deal. It's such a shit class. It is. I mean, if if it's just up it a little bit, if you drop a nine five in the car, the experience becomes so much better. It really does. They're just for me to have fun in the four wheel drive class. There has to be 
enough separation. And in order to get separation, the cars have to be able to be really fast so that some people can grip it and rip it, and other people are going to be struggling a little bit. Yeah, the way it used to be. But the problem yep. there is um, the wrong, like the ultimate wrong people joined the class, and they were like one season and done because my brother-in-law is a perfect example. And, well, my sister also hates RC racing, and she just fucking kills her husband's dreams left and right. But um, he... um he bought a brand new B44.2 when that was the car to have. My dad and I had both bought one. He's like, oh, I'll get one too. And dude, he outfitted it with great electronics. Everything was good, and it was just Struggle City because Wheeler is not a fucking rookie class. Nope. Get yourself... A two-wheel drive buggy, a short course, a fucking truck, anything. Anything two-wheel drive that you can drop a stock motor in. Wheeler is not where you start. Um, speaking of places to start, <laughs> you see what Traxxas is doing? No, what? I got to hand it to them. It's in, they've been selling like hotcakes. They have a Traxxas slash kit. That you build, and it comes with a clear body, and they're charging ten more dollars for it than a ready to run. <laughs> uh, you know, I honestly would rather pay that ten extra dollars and build it myself if I were to build a slash. But that's me. I know what I'm doing, kind of. Oh man, if I was gonna race slash anything, I would want to put the absolute minimum in. So, no, I would be <laughs> running an RTR with that crappy transmitter. Yeah. Well, I was listening to the Hobbyplex podcast, and um, Alex Sturgeon had a point that people do so many things with the Slash, like they run a modified oval or they're doing that no-prep drag racing deal and all that. It could just be easier for a lot of people to have a kid as a donor. You'd think. I don't know how much effort goes sure. into the oval cars. I really don't. Um, have you ran a slash oval vehicle at all? No, no. When I when I was running um, short course modified and short course late model, I was using good two wheel drive short course chassis. I figured you would, but no, I've I've never I've never messed with anything Traxxas. I had a slash for two weeks and sold it for a loss to Jeff Brewstead, and Jeff Brewstead used it as a fireworks launcher. Uh, <laughs> now that that it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I ran, so he'd, he'd light them and then drive it away from himself. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It, but I mean, I bought a nice Proline body for it, painted it up, and. I ran it one week at MMR and one week at Starbuck. And the truck itself was okay. You could drive it and not want to kill yourself. But then you get on the track with 12 other fucking people. <laughs> and eight of those people were brand new. Eight of those people were 
that that's who the slash is for those brand new people but man right. they made the race brutal but that's all there was back when i had it it was slash Andrew, or, yeah, Andrew used to get like 40 slashes on a Friday night, and that's all there was to race. I don't even think there was a buggy class. So I tried it for two weeks and quit. <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I can't believe Starkweather has the patience to continue running that class like he has for the past few years because it, it's just an absolute wrecking ball it going is. on out there. It is, but hey, if he likes it, he could be doing the every two weeks deal. Get a new slash every two weeks and sell your old one. <laughs> I don't think he has to do that. There's not anybody else of, um, you know, a certain skill level that's running the class. Most of the people running it are just getting their feet wet at MMR, which is, you know, they're they're exactly where they should be. Right, right. Having right. a blast too. Yep. Well, hopefully they are. Some people are getting pissed that they're not awesome, and then those people get a poo-poo attitude and they go away. Yeah. You know, I, I'll tell you what. So I let the dream of being awesome go a while ago, and I just tried to be that really good average driver and I've had really good races for podiums lately that have been really fun. Like, um, and again, at that Muscatine race, there's uh, the owner's son, Alex. He was just lights out fast. You know, he was way faster than everybody else on the track. But racing with his dad, on the other hand, we had some battles all Saturday. It was awesome. It cool. really was. And then, so I really didn't, I mean, sometimes I had glimmering hopes for truck and right before the main, I put buggy springs on my truck, which really helped out a lot. They, um, mixed the intermediate mod truck with the expert mod truck just to get rid of a race. So they, they'd score it separately, but we'd all be at the track on the track at the same time. Okay. I ended up four seconds behind um, the owner and his son. Him and his son were battling for the win, and I ended up only four seconds back. Cool. But I beat I beat the old man and buggy, so I was happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it, it's just stuff like that. I mean, you should be having fun, and you should be trying to have as much fun as possible at the skill level you're at, and... If you're tortured that you're not the best of the best and you're probably never going to be the best of the best, you should probably find a new hobby. Yep. And if you're Yeah, it probably isn't racing because 99.99% of people in racing are technically losers. Yeah. If you're addicted to spending money, and I've been learning this a hard way, get into iRacing. (laughs) Every single week... I turn it on every Tuesday, and I always have to buy one to three tracks because, you know, the rated stuff. It's like, yep. oh, yeah. I thought I owned Darlington, but you know what? I didn't own the Darlington that they run, the 1987, the retro one. So I got to buy those for the 87 NASCAR, or I have to buy this or that. or the, it's It's frustrating. 
Yep. Yeah, that's... Well, you did get... You know, you got yourself into a brand new class there. So but most fun. of the people spending the money on that class, or most of the people in that class are spending the same money that you're spending you know, every week. But I'm thinking... that's why... That's why I tried to ram it home with you, but obviously, you know, it didn't get through. Just, you know, like most of the advice that I give you doesn't get through. It, it gets through. Is to pick one thing in iRacing and stick with it. So I've been sticking with... I don't, I, I've been sticking with a couple things. Like three or four things. See, that's... That's a lot of things. That's too many things. But I have like 15 options, you know what I mean? But I've I've been liking the IRL, the IRL stuff. I can, like this week, I don't have to buy anything except they only run races once every two hours. For the oval, you mean? Yeah. Yep. But, dude, the the 87s. You got to get into some road course stuff. I do. I've been trying. I've been. No, I mean with a good car. Yeah, I've been trying. Um, I've been trying with the BMW, I've been trying with the Cadillac, I've been trying with the Pontiac Solstice and the Kia. No, I mean with an actual good car. What are you thinking? Like an open wheel car. Okay. Uh, you already own the the current Indy car, so you could yep. just go practice, or you could do joined race. Do you ever raced uh, uh, multiplayer races? Just I, the... I only race, so like, let's say Andrew Maori holds a race, I'll go do an MMR race, or I'll go do one of Scotty Shuttle's races, but other than that, I only do ranked races. See, the thing I love about joined races is you don't have to worry whatsoever about your safety rating or your I rating, and you get to drive the car that you want, and hopefully it's at a track that, you know, you have and and enjoy but you know there's tons of user created races going on all the time i'll have to that's check. that's where i would tell you to look on weeks where you're like well what the frick yeah you know i don't have this track i don't have that car i don't have this track well just you know go look for some user created races and they're a ton of fun for sure i might have to check those out uh tomorrow did uh, you did you buy a modified a dirt modified um, I did not yet. Okay. I don't, I don't suggest it, but if you end up, you know, half-ass accidentally buying one, cause to race it, you have to have a B yep. license in dirt right. oval. I don't know if you're there. I'm not no, there. Cause I, I'm at a C. I don't care. Um, I also have a C license in dirt oval, so I can't technically race that, that, that modified in a ranked race, but I can race it in a user created one and the thing's hard enough to drive though where i just have fun driving it in a practice room what do you think of the well and modifieds on the paved oval that that's got to be like one of the most non-existent classes in the game right on i won't waste my money then because i've been kind of yeah because you know do you remember all the nascar games back in the mid 2000s where you started out in the well and modifieds and then you go to the trucks and the bush then you end up in the cup i got out of the nascar games before that started happening okay well i mean i always had fun with the well cars and got bummed out when i got bumped up 
<laughs> no, they look fun, and I I talked myself into um, one of the paved oval sprint cars a yep. long time ago. Okay. Nobody races that class. Yeah, yeah. That's so a bummer. that was you know that I tried to tell people when we started talking about it on this show because you know you were getting interested in it and then you did get into it. You know, I tried to tell people that you need to poke around and do some research and just because you like something and think it looks really cool like say pro four trucks yeah tony kind swenson of a waste loves of those though kind of a waste of money yeah basically nobody races them they haven't come out with a new track in over a year after they did their initial release of two tracks it's it's dead yeah you know it didn't happen for them so to me, that felt like wasted money because I don't feel like playing those tracks. I mean, I I drove those tracks to death sure. a year ago. No, I get that and, too. Yeah. Um, like the Pro 2, it's always... Um, oh, that class is garbage. Oh, it is garbage. You're right. But, you know, but with the Pro 2, it's you're always on the shitty off-road track with half a jump at Phoenix. Right. Or and it's it, trying to be, you know like the Robbie Gordon super trucks. Yeah, and it's just awful. But those Robbie Gordon super trucks worked awesome. Yeah. In real life. Sure. And then those, those pro, pro 2s do not work on those They tracks. don't steer. They don't steer at all. Um, it's almost as bad as have you tried rallycross? Yeah, oh, never again. Once. It's so bad. Once. I think I tried with the Beetle. Oh, it's disappointing. It, yeah, if you're into rally, just keep playing dirt. Yep. Or or whatever your favorite rally game is. Don't get into iRacing. Yeah. Um, let's see here. I had a couple more notes. Um Dak Shepard, his wife put an R C track in the yard, which is good exposure for R C. Um, yeah, I was glad to see that. That was super cool. You know what's frustrating though? There's people I saw this from more than three people. They're like well, I have a RC track in my backyard. Why don't companies support me? Oh, because I'm not a celebrity. It's because you do not have multi-million follow followers on Instagram. Right. You know, it's you do you don't move the needle. Just because you have a cool track in your backyard and you're probably a nice guy, you don't move the needle. You're not doing shit for anybody. I told Keenan he needs to do some stocking and send that guy a ready-to-run JQ e-buggy before anybody else, you know, gets a chance to do anything. Right. Because, uh, eh. I don't, I don't know. Do you think he'd even be into it? I think a guy like him is probably into the plug-and-play aspect. Like I said, he'd have to make that an e-buggy and he'd have to make it ready to run charge the batteries here's the remote go for it type thing sure it would have to be as ready to run as a traxxas but it wouldn't be as easy to charge and all that no it's not like you can just stick it into a dummy smart charger that's true but you know you could make it pretty damn easy and you know jq's say what you will they do handle decent, and it'd be a lot better than what he's dealing with now. <laughs> um, 
let's see, the RC compound in Iowa is closing. I guess they're looking for a new spot, which is disappointing. I believe that's uh, the Mike Fuller gig. Um, ooh, since they're uh, posted it today, which I wish I would have known about before, before I committed to the Dollar Hobbies race on the 11th. Um, LSRCC is having the Summer Sizzlers summer sizzler race on july 11th oh cool it is cool and i wish they would get these damn flyers out longer than a week and a half before the race does that make sense oh yeah yeah it's a pattern for sure dude you guys have a great facility do a better job advertising i'd love to make these races but duluth two hours away i can make it but i just need time to plan i need to tell the wife long in advance i'm going to be gone the whole day you know it's i got yeah, it. like three weeks before yeah the electric boogie people yeah. were wondering like hey is is this event happening the, yeah, this the, year or I think, has anybody heard anything yeah i think the electric boogie they put the flyer out less than a week before the race I don't get it. You don't even have to make a flyer. All you got to do is log on to Facebook and make a post. Well, the electric boogie one made a little more sense because they've been dealing with COVID restrictions up to that point. But now I'm sure they're still... Yeah, but let's not give them a full pass, though, because yeah. this is this has been par for the course it for has a been. long time now. It has been. And you know what? Their new layout... I liked it. A lot of the A-scale guys don't like it. I didn't run A-scale up there. I ran the Mini Truggy, and it was awesome for the Mini Truggy. Sweet. You That's know. cool to hear. And there was, you know, they, they've they had 10 novice drivers with 10-scale vehicles. The E-buggies have, have to deal with a little bit of a tight track, so be it. You God, know. I'm going to drive by it twice this weekend, too, and Ooh. not be able to stop and drive. That sucks. But, yeah, I mean, I get take. it. I, I get it, but I mean, couldn't you I just... used to take like 10 days off Yeah, basically to myself around the 4th of July, and I would always stop at the track and run a couple packs. You know, I was you know it'd say... be totally baked, dry, slick, but I'd still have fun. I was going to say... I love that place. You should get your nitro buggy ready to go, give yourself a half of a fuel bottle full, and then... Stop on either your way there, your way back, your choice, and run for that 20 minutes that that half bottle will give you, and that's it. <laughs> that would be fun. That I just I don't even want to deal Dude, I with bet. one more thing that we're going to put into the vehicle. I, I'm, I'm bringing a jet ski. We got camping equipment, stand-up paddleboard, a dog, clothes, all the food that my wife needs to have on her just in case you know they don't have gluten-free and dairy-free friendly right. food i, be, I bet your uh, wife i bet your wife would even pit for you <laughs> be like yeah absolutely be like hey it'd save two minutes a tank if i didn't have to go downstairs and fuel my car oh no doubt if i asked her if i could do that she would say yes it, it's a hundred percent my thing where I, I just don't want to deal with it i i mean yeah sure i i get it but there, the layout is really fun right now. But yeah, so Summer Sizzler, July 11th. I wish I could go. I wish there was more than a week and a half, week and a half notice. 
and I hope they get a good turnout. I really do. Um, let's see what else do we got. That's about it, man. Just uh, all I got to say is, hey, man, if you're ever down in the Quad Cities area, if you're ever down in Muscatine, you guys should check out uh, Star Hobby and Island Speedway. It's just, I don't know, man. It's just something that, it's like three of our good tracks here into one, <laughs> if that makes That's sense. That's so cool. It is so cool. And the thing is, the guy, he went, there was a track in Chicago, it was like Windy City Raceway or something. They had Leisure w- hours? No. It was after okay. leisure hours. And they were there. They had a couple of huge races, and then bang, they were gone. He <laughs> bought four semi loads of their stuff to fill up his track. Because, see, his track is somewhat new. He owned a track across town or something like that. But it was like an Andrew situation and a Dollar Hobby situation to where you had to flip the track between oval, off road, on road, all that other stuff. And he's sure. like, well, if two guys came in ro- wanting to run off-road, but I ain't have any jumps down or vice versa, it's like, just do it this way. So they found this um, old gun range. That's what. That's another cool thing, man. So it's in an old gun range, so it's like there's these cool little offshoot rooms, like the oval tracks in this like offshoot room, and so is the crawler course and all that everything's got its own little little thing it's like i said it's a rad place i can't say enough good about it um yeah yeah i'm glad i went down there it was a good weekend awesome glad to hear it hotel room pissed me off we could only get um reservations and at the travel lodge because there was some big like college something going on or some kind of a game or something no other hotel rooms were available. Really? Uh, yeah, nothing. Nothing. Huh. Uh, this hotel room didn't even have ESPN. I had to watch the fights on my phone. <laughs> it's like it, it. the room was technically clean, but you could tell very dirty things have happened there. <laughs> so, anyway, should we get into questions here? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. Let me bring up screenshots. All right. Let's see here. Keenan White is wondering who would make a good JQ rep in our region? And then Jason Chenard said me. And I'm basically saying no because I don't have the proper time to do it. I have Saturday and that's it. I don't know. I was kind of thinking, um,. Connor Ehlers, what are you thinking? JQ. Um, uh, I I wouldn't recommend Connor. He's you know he's a he's a business owner. He's very into motocross outside of RC. Sure. Um, he's one of my, he not one of he's my favorite person. To go RCing with, uh, absolute pleasure to be with at the track. But he's a lot like me in that he doesn't tune. Yep. He doesn't want to tune. He simply wants to show up, slap the good tire on, 
and go out and have some fun. And he's pretty damn competitive because he's got a whole bunch of talent. And that's just his thing. I think in order for somebody to do that gig, you do need to know your way around tuning, how to articulate it to team drivers that are looking towards you. Sure. You know, when, when they do get into a situation where the, the track isn't favoring their current setup, they need to have somebody to look to. Yeah. You You know, know, and where to go, because we're all that way now. We all need to be fed like little baby birds. Yeah, that's right. I just had a thought come to mind, but before I say that, the JQ car is a good car, and it's a competitive car. The front arms are a little fragile, and the diff case is a little fragile. So I'm part of the JQ USA group on Facebook, whatever, and I talk to those guys, and it's a good group of guys. There's so much inexperience in there, though. There was a guy in there that was bitching left and right about, I'm breaking A-arms left and right on my car, and then you look, and his car is held together with literal zip ties. (laughs) Do you remember Rufus? Yeah, yeah. The guy guy with the big, huge front bumper and the bodies that were barely hanging on. Right, yeah. Rufus, Rufus looked like a genius wrench compared to this guy <laughs> so oh, i just hit the mic so these guys they they need experience so they need a guy like that can drive at least as well as i can drive but they need somebody with um it's a little bit smarter than i am with tuning like i kind of just throw i kind of use a hammer where something that requires more finesse into tuning if that makes sense i kind of broad stroke it instead of finely adjust um i think daniel cost do you know daniel cost not personally i remember he made a mini truggy out of a yokomo didn't he correct and he's one of the few successful people to do it the dude's got a tuning sense to him well that is, I think, yeah, that's one of the major pieces, right? But that you have to be so many things. You have to be available. Yep. You have to respond to people quickly because they throw temper tantrums. Sure. When you don't, you have to be able to keep your composure at 11.30 p.m. when your Facebook message lights up and you're like, what the fuck does this person want? Right, right. You know, it's Sunday night at 11.30 yeah. That's how it goes for somebody that's running a sponsorship program. Right. I've been there. No, I remember it. For sure. And so I fit a lot of those boxes myself. But I don't fit all the – I fit four out of ten of the boxes. Well, you're not – you're not a hundred percent committed to RC at this point. So well, uh, that's the I, biggest I, box that exactly. you don't check. I have one day a week that I can literally put into it. And yep. that one day a week, I can't race at hillbilly Hills like I want to. And I can't race at MMR and I can't race in Duluth. I can't race at a lot of places where I want to race because Saturday is it. Yep. It's gotta be somebody that this is, their major hobby yeah but you know 
Daniel Koss. I don't have a recommendation, though. Yeah, Daniel Koss was the only person I was really thinking of. He's not... He's not a jerk, but he is quiet and a man of few words. And some people take that as standoffish, which it is not. But, yeah, that's all I could think of. I don't well, know. I'd, I, I'm just going to have to get in line and say yes, because uh, I guess everybody else that I kind of think of is is attached to a brand. Yeah, that's so. another thing. And I don't think um, cost is. Me- so did, does that mean that the did is the Cortan family no longer running JQ? No, they're not. Oh, really? No. Got any juice? Uh, no, they just, you know, it's... They didn't have the support they needed. They were the only ones in the region. You know what I mean? Well, wasn't it kind of on them then to to build that? Or So if you're going to put that on their backs, if you're going to put a Region 7 team on one person or one family's back, they need to be compensated as a regional manager, if that makes sense. I guess that that's not exactly where I was going with it, but no. if you if you knew going into it, which they did, yes, that nobody else was running it here, you would need to know that a we need to learn these cars, yeah, and figure them out, and we are gonna have to know how to tune on race day, yes, because there isn't gonna be somebody to help us. So I guess they kind of stepped into their own mess in that situation Kinda. and I totally don't blame them for for you know getting out and uh what are they getting for cars do you know I don't know what I don't know their exact deal um but I do know that JQ only has one 100% driver in the country and he cannot no longer travel so if you're going to be a regional manager, you have to be compensated. I mean, I know they're not regional. they got to be a, more of a brand ambassador. But so, like, Losey did the regional manager deal. Associated's done the regional manager deal forever. So the regional managers for... I can't speak for Losey, but the regional manager for Associated gets is 100% with a $2,000 a year budget. God, that is just nowhere near enough for you know those guys are just cranking on Facebook, you know, every spare moment of their lives because somebody's hounding them. Sure. Especially the associated guys. You know, I hound Craig just to give him shit. It is just so not worth it. I know. <laughs> In my, I di- I did it as a salary job. Yeah. You know, I I was making a living doing that, and I was worn out for it. Right, right, and but you know, two thousand bucks goes a long way. If especially, I don't know. I, I, I doubt it. Go back and look at your well, okay, <laughs> your cost analysis that, over that, the years. That that's also what Marshall Scarry was doing. Craig could have got himself a better deal. Um, but about once every two, three weeks, I'll PM Craig. Hey, you got any room on the team for me yet? No, I'm looking again in the fall. I know he's looking again in the fall. Two to three weeks later, hey, any room yet? <laughs> Just to give him shit. 
It's fun. Sure. It's fun. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Daniel Koss is the only one I can think of. Maybe Chad Johnson, but he's pretty deep into the techno vehicles right now. But yep, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Plus, he you know he works at least sixty hours a week. Oh so. yeah, he's a Pepsi man too, isn't he? Oh yeah, he's the, he's a real Pepsi man. Like I, I I faked it for two and a half years, but he's uh yep. You got to be quite the dude to be able to put up with that year in and year out. So I tip my cap to him. Sure, sure. Um, let's see here. Question from Jason Chenard: What do you use to clean your diffs, and what is your process? Do you have any special process or? Yeah, I, um, I use those. You know, those little tiny glass jars that you use. Um, you know, some people put paint thinner and. Yep stuff like that and to clean your brushes for for painting and whatnot um yeah i use those those and paint thinner basically me too naphtha which is a paint thinner but specifically naphtha right on obviously you don't put any of your paper or rubber seals in it you know you put your different cups yeah i just yeah i I just throw the shafts gears all that stuff in there and you know swirl it around Yep. Um, some people say you need to let it sit for hours and hours. I would say a good 20, 30 minutes and agitate it and then blow the parts off as you're taking them out of the solution. And that's what, I mean, most people do for the gear diff. And then to build the diffs, dude, I've, <laughs> I haven't found anything better than Adam Drake's gear diff build video. Really? Um, you know, you fill it up and then, um, to make sure you're not over full, you put the sun gear on the top and your excess will overflow and you just wipe that overflow off with the towel and then you put the top on. So. That, right on. Um, I use my, I use my shock pump vacuum when I'm doing them. I've done it. I just. To be honest, I screwed up a couple times and I got diff fluid all over the place <laughs> in the pump. Sure, I I made little uh, stands so that that couldn't happen. Okay, but. yeah, this has a stand in the middle, but it doesn't work well. No, yeah, I end up like uh, taking basically pieces of foam and punching holes into those, and then laying the diff in that so that it can't. Uh, okay, it can't fall over. Yeah, yeah. Um, also with, um, a ball diff, I just, um, take it apart and use, um, motor cleaner to clean it all off, but that's a way different grease and lube. It's way easier. And then you, I watch a Richard's, uh, I have, I know how to build a ball diff, but I've watched a Richard Saxton video and it's like, yep, that's how you build a ball diff. <laughs> Cause there's some really, really, really bad fucking advice out there, especially for ball diffs. I'll tell you what, watch Adam Drake video for gear diffs and the Richard Saxton video for ball diffs. Everything else, throw it in the damn garbage. Because you don't need to deviate from those two videos. Uh, Tony Swenson was wondering about results. Eh. You know, what I've noticed too is, doesn't his body on his car look really short? 
the super stock? Yeah, it's like if you look at other. I didn't look. I didn't look closely enough at it because it is literally that ugly that I can't look at it. So I'm looking, and a lot of people have a lot of like he's got the front bumper, but it doesn't wrap around the sides like everybody else's, and the rear bumper is way different too. It's almost like it's um. So like if you try to put. Uh, the best example I have, you might get, you might not. So a 10-scale electric touring car is 190 millimeters. A nitro touring car is 200 millimeters. It looks like you tried to take a 190-millimeter body and put it on the 200-millimeter car. It looks like a tick too small. Sure. But he won. He's doing well. His kid's winning too, which is even better. Yep. Yeah, that makes a race day pretty darn fun. Yeah. Joe Three's starting to compete for wins a little bit. He TQ'd, they, he TQ'd around at that Muscatine race. All right. And uh, he ended up a lap or so back in the main, but his fast laps were right there with um, the lady who won. But Well, that's just a typical Zaire performance right yeah, there. Yeah, I know, I know. Get, getting up, oh, look at my fast lap, look at my fast lap. You're right, you're right. And it's like, <laughs> God, if he's just more consistent, and then I look at myself, it's like, God, if I was just more consistent. No doubt. <laughs> but no, he's getting around the track really well lately. I've been, I'm proud of the kid. Um, cool. Alekins is wondering, is Greening going to race at FTR's MNRC race? I want to do at least one of either that race or the race that Sean's having the very next weekend. Right. Um, I might not be able to do either. I might be in uh, in Iowa that entire time we're working. In, yeah, we're in Iowa. Are you working? I haven't found out yet. Okay. Uh, there, there must be, I, I want to say it's at a refinery. It's at some type of plant. I know that much for sure because I know I got to go through this whole safety orientation when I get down there, and I'm pretty sure I have to wear fire retardant clothing and stuff, which is pretty typical. You know, I'd for refineries. Say, uh, I'd say figure it out because there's a good chance that there's going to be a, a track in the town you're at. They have a lot. They have about a dozen tracks in Iowa, all over the place. Oh, I'll I'll have no chance. No chance. It's, uh, no, they'll be they will be at least twelve hour days, and we're working straight through. Oof. So, uh, however many weeks we're going to be down there, it's just going to be straight twelve hour days. And even if you had an hour or two, you wouldn't want to after that. Nope. <laughs> no, I know. Nope. I know how that feels. It, it's it's Iowa in July. There's nothing pleasant about it. No, no, there's not. And it was just going to make money and take naps. That's yeah. it, dude. It was. Very strange weather down there. I thought we were going to see a tornado. It was balls hot, and then all of a sudden this insane pouring rain, and then a bad thunderstorm, and then it was chilly, and then an hour later it was super hot again. I'm like, oh, this is fucked up. (laughs) No doubt. Yeah, it's that time of year, isn't it? It is. It is. Um, Let's see. Last one is from Danny Williams. He says, Joe should quit biting his tongue and unleash the beast of how you fix RC in Minnesota or get a caller on who has nothing to lose to say it. I think Danny wanted to call in there, but it's like, yeah. You know, I don't think 
what needs to be I don't think much needs to be fixed. I think we need a mod option. Other than that, I mean, what do you think? I think it's in kind of... I mean, FTR's club racing A-scale. Duluth is club racing A-scale. We got a ton of 10-scale. We got a ton of on-road. Yeah, I don't know. It um, Right now, we all just got to hold on, you know, and take what we can get when we can get it unfortunately but i mean i get what he's you know with everything going on around the state it is overwhelming like there's a race you could go four places to race on a saturday and like i said come this fall we're gonna possibly be down a track or two i mean some tracks they make bad decision on their track managers um that will come back to bite them in the ass every time some tracks they make poor decisions on a race day or they make a poor decision in a class right now with the amount of tracks we have there's no room for mistakes if that makes sense no because and it's to the point now where it's you know every everybody's probably just just barely making it work if they're making it work right nobody nobody's crushing it because there's just too many darn options for sure and like i said before i'd love to support a ton of other tracks but hey and man. people are discovering other things too because they were forced to yeah for a while yeah like i racing i'm not going to quit i'm still going to play for a night a week but, I mean, I'm still paying monthly for it, too. Yep. So, yeah, there are other things. And then I'm getting heavy back into everything because I want to get a kickboxing fight by the end of the year. And I want to get a couple MMA fights in 2021. Because, and people don't realize how much time that takes. Especially, they look at how much time I'm going to have to put in, and they're like, you're not getting paid for that. It's like, no, it's for the love of it. So, yeah, it's one of those. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I, I, maybe I'm just not close enough to it anymore to to know what the, the major problems are. And, you know, I probably wouldn't even be able to come up with a solution anyway, to tell you the truth. I don't know. I think they're all saints. All the places that run yeah, tracks, I think for they're sure. all absolute saints. They are. Because I wouldn't want it. I, I wouldn't want to run one either. Like I said, I, I had the option to quite a few years back, and I declined because I know what it all entails. I've seen the other side of it. I've peeked behind that curtain, you know, that track owner who smiles at you while he you're walking in the door he's probably thinking what kind of problem is this fucking asshole gonna cause me today <laughs> that's what he's thinking about every single one of you including me including you including the best behaved racer in the place what kind of problem is this asshole gonna cause me today that is the first thought in a track operator's head guaranteed for guaranteed so that's about all i got you got anything else no i've sufficiently ran out of content 
Yeah, and I've ran out of talent as if I ever had any to begin with. <laughs> Have a good night, guys.